0: Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Yavun, and I've listened to all of these songs multiple times before.
1: And as always, I'm your co-host, Mira, and I'm listening to you all of these songs for the very first time.
0: You're absolutely correct. But Mira, you are so close to joining me...
1: I can taste it.
0: ...in having heard all 43 songs
1: in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. This is true. You want to have... know my favorite so far? Sure. I don't remember half of the songs. We'll
0: listen to some of these songs again, uh, if time permits. But for now, let's make sure we've heard all of them. And have I got two great songs left for you.
1: Are they Are they both good? Are they both really good? Sure. Oh,
0: gosh. They're both in the second semi semi-final. The first one we would have to talk about today um, is going to be... A song from a country that is not in Europe. Australia.
1: Australia. <laughs> There's a couple, you know.
0: You're right. It's not the only country that isn't technically in what most people consider Europe. Um, but Australia is kind of the, the wildest one. Um You know, they were billed as a special guest in 2015, came back in 2016, came back in 2017, and... Now they're just in the
1: contest. Seemingly just
0: become a permanent member. And whether people like that, it's not clear. I mean, they came very close to winning in 2016, and it seemed like, you know, people were okay with it at the time. Maybe. I mean, I'm glad they didn't, because I wouldn't have liked it. I didn't like Sound of Silence that much. Oops. Oops. Um, Last year, they were rated much higher by the juries than they were by the televoters, Um, but that's perhaps because Isaiah's Don't Come Easy was more friendly to a jury vote than it was to a televoting audience. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if, if people are getting worn out of having Australia in there.
1: I'll tell you that I'm sick of people who first tell me they don't like Eurovision and they think it's stupid, then also complaining to me about Australia being in it. Mm. I'm like, you don't like it, don't complain about the specifics.
0: I mean, I've heard a number of people be mostly confused about it, um, which... You know, it is confusing. It's very hard to explain. It was hard to explain in 2014 when they had an interval act about like, oh yeah, Australia loves Eurovision, here's an Australian act. Um, and they brought on Jessica Maboy to sing Sea of Flags.
1: Um, I don't know if I really remember that very well.
0: You know, it was, it was an interval act. Um,
1: but I think it's very nice... It's it's very cool that Australia has such a big Eurovision fan base. Yeah, and that's they, really you know, nice they keep... and if they're that enthusiastic about it, I think they should be allowed to join. I mean, I think it's just a step closer to MondoVision. Sure. And that's what I real that's end game for me. Yep. I want to see MondoVision within my lifetime
0: or I guess Eurovision world
1: World of Vision.
0: World o Vision.
1: Terraforming. Terraforming. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So,
0: like I said, Australia started this Eurovision trajectory in two thousand fourteen with that interval act by Jessica Mowboy. Then they uh, sent Guy Sebastian. Then they sent Dami Im. Then they sent Isaiah. Um. And only those last three were actual contestants for Australia, which is, you know, unfair to Jessica Mauboy who started all of that. So...
1: They're sending her again. So they're
0: sending her again. Is, um,
1: that, mm, is that a returning act?
0: That's the thing. I, I wanted to to see how you felt about that. Is she now a returning act? Because she's returning to Eurovision, but she's never participated for Australia before.
1: Yeah, I mean, if someone sent Justin Timberlake,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would that be a returning act?
0: Who would send Justin Timberlake? That's the question, but... I don't know,
1: man. Maybe Justin Timberlake... He's rich enough to, like, buy an island somewhere and start his own sovereign nation.
0: Sure. Maybe he'll participate in 1in360 next year and represent San Marino.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I am I was going to make the joke that he would call it Timberland. No? No reaction? I thought you were just
0: gonna have him get an island in the middle of a big lake and the lake would be the
1: Timberlake. Tim- Timber yeah well I mean sure. Anyway.
0: Um Jessica Mowboy will be representing Australia with the song hashtag we got love.
1: I know. I refuse to listen to this. Sorry, it's over. I'm not watching Eurovision this year. It's so <laughs> No, 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 Mira, no.
0: Mira, how do hashtags work?
1: Hashtags are a fucking archival system. So you can search for something. Here's the thing. I was so scared that there was going to be a song that started with hashtags this okay, year. so here's the year. thing.
0: The song is called We Got Love, but when it was first released as, like, the song... They tried to get a hashtag going for it, so it looked as if the title was Hashtag We Got Love. I don't don't want it. I don't think it is called Hashtag We Got Love. Okay. But the way the hashtag was formatted, it still had spaces in between the words We Got and Love.
1: No, that's
0: not how hold on, That's not how a hashtag works. Now it just says Hashtag We Got Love. And Hashtag We is pretty bad.
1: Did you tell me about this?
0: No, I think we've talked about this last year when... Demi's hashtag. This is love. Right,
1: this is love. It would, was hashtag this.
0: Or she wanted to get like a hashtag love going, and I'm like, that's a really bad hashtag right, for yeah, your yeah. song. And Manel Navarro wanted to get hashtag lover going for do it for your lover, which is also not the hashtag that people will be using to talk about their song. And if you're going to look at the hashtag to find things about the song, then you're not going to get it when you look at that hashtag because it will be used by other people. We got loves a little better because, you know, like we got love at least. is yeah, we got. A specific phrase. Anyway, the song is just called we got love. The hashtag, let's forget about that. But if you want to tweet about the song, I guess use the hashtag WeGotLove got love.
1: I fucking guess.
0: But we will not be using any hashtags because we are talking out loud in words. Hashtag so, agreed. So we don't need that. Hashtag Fuego. Without further ado, let's listen to Australia's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest 2018.
1: Alright!
0: It's Jessica Mowboy and We Got Love. I want- Stronger than Fuego.
1: think it's just a of time? I mean, I'm gonna say it. This needed a key change. But it's a bop though. It is a bop. <laughs> it's a bop, but it needed key change. I'm I'm just getting that o- over with, because you knew all I was gonna say well, it. Well
0: she does she does like, you know, she does do the thing where she changes the melody up at the end.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but she, I think through, at, at some some point she goes like the same thing, like I know. But I was so expecting her to go, I know. Like go yeah, but up she does for she does it. A, I know what you
0: must be thinking. Instead of I know what you must be thinking. Yeah, it, but- that's where the. The variation goes. I think could have gone
1: on the I Know as I well. I
0: think there's just two ways to do it, which is either you key change or you do the thing where you change up the melody in the final chorus. You could do both, but that might be overkill.
1: I'm I'm surprised because I've never had the critique of a song that is this needs more riffing. Yeah. I feel like she could have riffed a lot more on this song. Restraint. Yeah, yeah, you gotta show restraint, but not too much restraint. But I'm so excited to see her do this on stage, because she's gonna fucking kill it, and I'm gonna, like, weep, like, yes,
0: we do got love, yes! It's kind of the... Yeah, it's kind of the best part of this is her. Again, it's... it's she's kind of, great. It's, it's kind of a, a Suri situation all over again, where I think the performer is markedly better than the song but i do think this song is better than storm
1: yeah it's
0: just it's it's a very competent pop bop but it's not that special and the lyrics are a little questionable but i mean it works it it, that's the thing this package absolutely works she is great like it doesn't need much more than her her energy is infectious and it actually will not have much more on stage mm-hmm. than her. Like all focus on her.
1: Yeah, this could be an Amir type uh performance she's, and she's really super work. Great.
0: And she's been killing it at the pre-parties. Probably. And this is so fun to to dance to. It's it's just so fun. Despite the fact that like again, all of her verses are really um downbeat as far as the lyrics go. Like they're
1: Give me me those lyrics.
0: They're a little depressing in the things that she says.
1: Probably. I think this is kind of like trying to do the same thing as Switzerland, but doing it so much better. Yeah? But this is a bop, but it doesn't slap. Sure. But I don't, I mean, I don't mind. I, I actually, like when this song started, I was like, oh god. Another one of these, but I, it kind of had the walk on water effect on me, mm. where I started off critical, but then definitely got into it. Sure. I mean, yes, queen.
0: Sure. You know. It, why do we always think that we need to try? Why do we believe that we need to be somebody else to feel alive? Why do we make, why do we keep making the same mistakes in believing that it won't make a difference if we try to break away?
1: Yeah, but then she brings it back. I it's know. Like...
0: Every time the chorus comes around, she, she tries to bring it back. But it's coming from like a, a place of like, I know. I know what you must be thinking. That we are powerless to change things. Its, it's baseline is the assumption that we are all hopeless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I mean, fucking true. It's, it's 2018. Yeah. the The overall mood... For people who, like, care about other people.
0: Is, I can't do anything about it.
1: Yeah, is that. And just feeling like, oh god, I care so much, but everything sucks, and I can't do anything. But she's saying, like, no. Don't give up. Don't give up, because caring about people is already the first step
0: it's i mean in in that in that way it is yeah i can see the comparison with, with switzerland i mean uh it it is definitely a different kind of song but if if you're looking at their song from the perspective of um we we are powerless uh, we can't do anything about it i'm not going to throw stones i'm not going to um strike back right like i'm not going mm-hmm. to be provoked into action. Like we said, it feels a little like resigning yourself to the way that things are. When this one is specifically about like, hey, you might think that you can't do anything or that you're powerless or that like you are you you can't do anything in the way the world works or whatever, but but actually caring about things is the first step and the most important thing is like wanting to make that difference and feel that difference in yourself. Yeah. It is a very... It's, it's an inspiring song. I mean, I'm giving it more credit because it's, it's, you know, it's relatively basic.
1: It's, it's relatively but basic. But the thought behind but... it
0: feels definitely more like it's meant to be uplifting. The weird thing about Switzerland's song is that it feels like it's meant to be a protest song, whereas the protest is the most Swiss thing ever, namely, let's not stay neutral. Fucking doing yeah, anything. let's not do anything. Jess also sings in the second verse... Don't you think it's just a waste of time when we're always fighting over material, trivial things in this life? I don't understand why we don't get it right. Why do we keep going round and round? At the end of the day, we've only got ourselves to blame. Like, that's That's, pretty dour. That's pretty bleak. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, the the verses are kind of bleak and dour. And, like, um, that's, that's a weird thing to be singing, in a song that's like yay uplifting, but then she does
1: she always does bring it back.
0: That's the point of those of those uh, qu- choruses, I guess, and and those verses is to just bring you down and kind of be like, doesn't it all suck? Hey, I'm here. Let's have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I I think it works. It's just once you're like looking at the lyrics and, and listening to it, it's like, wait, why are you?
1: don't slam me i'm trying
0: and also yeah like we've only got ourselves to blame is like the final line of that verse it's a weird thing to sing at like full volume
1: and i mean i've got a i've got plenty of other people to blame babes Mm. i'm i'm blaming so many other people oh yeah sure
0: sure sure the blame is the blame is on whoever you want to put the blame on
1: jeff bezos uh, Bezos.
0: Bezos.
1: Or, Yeah, he made nine billion dollars in the past two days, because his stocks Have rose so much, and he he got like nine billion dollars richer, and he's putting it all in in his own personal space project while people are like literally dying in the Amazon warehouses.
0: But don't don't give up because we've got love.
1: We've got like yeah, caring about that is already the first step. But I'm not out. blaming myself for that. Yeah,
0: but you're right, turning a blind eye to something is no is no good. And if we're reading we got love as in like, you know, we are we are passionate about the world and the way things are. Um, then that's a nice, uplifting, decent enough message. Yes. And I mean, you know, love...
1: It makes me feel hopeful. ...is,
0: yeah. I think... I don't remember what Greece's song was about last year. I mean, it wasn't about anything because they changed one line of the lyrics over and over again. But I guess This Is Love was also about, like, coming together through love, probably. It's a very common thing to sing about. I think this does it well... Because of that weird contrast between the verses and the chorus, mm. um, and it works. It builds well to that last chorus. It's explosive. It's a bop. Um, it you're right. It does not slap, but I think it it's doesn't a bop.
1: slap. But it is a bop. It's not quite a
0: banger, but it's a bop.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what these words mean. No, it's just saying, saying things. them because I read them on Tumblr somewhere, probably, we're and it sounded it, cool. We're
0: giving it our own meaning, right? Like, it feels like that sounds right to me.
1: Yeah, it, it feels right.
0: Like, you know, this is a bop. Fuego's a banger. Taboo slaps, but it's not a banger.
1: No, it's not. It's not a banger.
0: It's got range. You know, yeah. we've got range. Hashtag um, we got range. Toy? Yeah.
1: Slaps is a banger and a bop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, got, it's got all 3 Mm-hmm. I think maybe slaps is when you can do, like, the slapping dance to it. I don't know, baby. I don't know. Um,
0: I don't mind this. How do you mind this? As far as, like, you know. I don't. <laughs> Australia, Eurovision, how's this going to do?
1: I hope this is going to do well. Yeah, like I said, I get a bit of a walk-on-water vibe in a good way. Yeah. Um, if she really brings it on that stage, I think this is th- this is going to do well. Especially in semi-final two. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've been noticing a lot of um, backlash towards Australia for the fact that, like, you know, the people have... Yeah, some people in the fandom have been kind of like, eh, they're over it. And she's been getting some negative responses to her rehearsals. And I'm just like... Can y'all stop I mean she's just she's just a contestant there. It's not because she's Australia and because she's Jessica Mauboy, which is a bigger name. It doesn't mean that she you can trash her on Twitter for like
1: yeah she not sings. being not
0: being on her a game in the rehearsals because like she's been on her a game all uh all season and she's a great singer she's gonna perform really well on the night i am I'm one hundred percent sure um and it's also weird, like, it, it, this is the biggest example of why, like, I, I'm not sure that we should be able to see rehearsals, um, because, like, the reaction to it is just not, it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, if there's a space where you should be able to, like, not bring your A-game, it's probably, like, first and second rehearsals. Yeah, like, these rehearsals it's are like so for... much about
0: camera angles, yeah. and, and, you know, telling the story of your act, and doing it, which by the way, I mean, I have to say it, the, the 40 seconds that were released from this song, actually my favorite 40 seconds of camera work that I've seen oh. from the rehearsals because it's focus on her when it shows shots of the audience, they make sense, it shows the audience when she says, we got love, we mm. got love, and for the rest of it shows her. Um, I just, I just really like it. Um, and I like her a lot, and I think I, I just think she's a joy to watch. She mm-hmm. was great at, at Amsterdam, um, and I I, I I like this. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a contender for the win or anything. Um, but I I feel like you know this is another good respectable entry for Australia, and it's a bop. Um, so I like it.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think this is gonna win, but, but could it could. It it could.
0: Is the, if, the, if this is the song that we need, the inoffensive love song, uh, not, not a love song, the inoffensive, you know, feel good motivational song. It if, would be a
1: disappointing winner, but I would accept it.
0: But, you know, in, in a lot of years where there have been um, where the field is so wide open and like I know I know Israel seemed like a, a surefire winner, but it's not that clear. Um, in in other years where the field has been wide open, some more mediocre songs have slipped through. Two thousand eleven is the best example of that. Azerbaijan's "Running Scared" wasn't necessarily the big favorite to win the contest. It was sort of you know the 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 yeah. mediocre song that managed to get the most behind it out of all the songs.
1: Yeah, and 2014, 15? only tear drops. Thirteen. 2013's only two year drops. I feel is a very mediocre song.
0: Yeah, but I think that one was was more clear that it was. Oh yeah, win, yeah. we
1: all knew that. Yeah, we all knew that it was gonna yeah, win. Yeah, 2013
0: was a little unfortunate for that because it was like, oh right, yeah. 2013, I definitely, I think was the year that I was the most disappointed by knowing who was gonna win because I didn't really love the song that much. Yeah, um, like in 2012 when it was Euphoria. You kind of had this thing of like, ah, maybe it'll be something else or not. And you're just like, oh, well, this is definitely like the best, but it's super good. And then like a 2014 with Conchita, like she was a standout and everyone loved it, but. But I remember still having that doubt of like, "Is, is Conchita really going to get the mass appeal? And then when she kept getting 12 points after 12 points and just like. That was uh, I beautiful. remember
1: crying. Yeah, like that was great. Because like every time there was a twelve points, I was I just got so emotional and they just kept coming and I was crying so much.
0: But it's it's been a while since we've had you know, an unexpected winner or a very tight voting sequence. And it's hard when you have forty-three countries that are voting. Like at a certain point it's just obvious who's going to win. But the way that they do the televote thing now, I mean, that's interesting. I can see there being a discrepancy where like this either does really well with the juries and poorly with the televote or the other way around or does mediocre in both ways. I don't know how to predict this year. You've got like, you've got an opera entry from Estonia that might do well, but opera's never done well with the televote, but most previous opera opera entries were like mixed genre, almost just schlager with an opera voice. And that's why they didn't do well, I think. Whereas opera has done well with a televote, but maybe straight up opera won't. Israel's great, but will it connect or will people think it's weird the way that they didn't fully get Italy last year? Is Bulgaria too dark to gain any traction? Is Belgium going to make it through and is she gonna like surprise us the way Blanche did? It's really hard to predict... What's going to come top? Like, is Hungary the dark horse that is going to shoot to the top?
1: Is Melvin going to win?
0: Yeah, like, who knows?
1: Who the fuck even knows? a
0: wild, wild ride.
1: But we still have one song to go that's true that's true so and i'm i am just ready for you to drop a fucking euphoria on me like oh why did we even do the podcast uh-huh.
0: so um with that that brings us to the end of this episode you can follow us on twitter at EuroDivision, and you can listen to this podcast on soundcloud or on itunes or any of your preferred podcasting platforms make sure to do that and leave us a little review if you want to
1: if you wanna. And, I mean, we're almost finished, but tell your friends about us anyway.
0: Yeah, tell your friends about us anyway, and send us any suggestions you have, things you'd like us to talk about. We might, uh, we might do some more.
1: Yeah, we might find something else to to talk about. Who knows? I, I, I'd like to do, like, a bonus episode. No
0: promises so far, but that's going to be this episode Thank you for listening and join us next time when we'll be listening to the last song of this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Good night, Europe!
1: Good night, Europe!